0: If you will, stand with me this evening as we read God's Word. And I want to open up to Psalms 34 and verse 8. As I was getting ready to preach this week, um, I'd already found my morning message. And this one verse, I just kept having it on my mind, so I said that's what I'll preach Sunday evening. Verse 8, O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. Let us bow. Dear Lord, thank You for this day. Thank You for allowing us to come out study Your Word. Dear Lord, help us, guide us as we do that this evening. That we take something from it that we can apply to our lives, dear Lord. Dear Lord, help us to taste and see that You are good and there is no other. Just forgive us all our sins. In Your name I pray, Amen. As I titled this message this evening, I titled it, Biblical Flavors. Biblical Flavors. The psalmist says, taste and see that the Lord is good. As I began to look at that word taste and what it really meant, it means experience the Lord. Uh, The word taste is used in that sense several times in the Bible. And that's kind of what I want to cover tonight. One of those other instances is called the taste of death. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9, it says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that He, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. What's meant here is is Jesus would experience death for every man. And as I think about our three flavors tonight, this is our bad flavor. The taste of death. Some have described it as a bitter taste. It is the punishment for sins. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. That's the experience. That is the taste of death. Separation from God for all eternity is a Sobering and awful thought. It is a taste no one wants to taste. The only ones, I wanted to read this. I found this verse as I was looking at this. Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 36. It says, "But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. The only ones that love death are those that hate God. This is not the flavor God wants for any man to experience. You can see this in Second Peter three and verse nine. It says, the Lord is not slack concerning His promise as some men count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, usward, not willing that any should perish, that any should experience death. There's the Lord's desire for us not to taste it, for us not to have to experience it, and that's why in Hebrews the writer says that He experienced it for us in our place. You know, when I was in the Philippines uh, with Brother Michael and, and we were over there, there was this fruit. It was called Dorian. Brother Steve knows exactly what I'm talking about. This, this fruit, man, it stunk so, so bad. And, and all the people around there, they'll tell you, oh, it's got the best flavor. I say, I can't get past the smell. And, and the bad thing about it, and I'm sure Miss Steve can tell you this, uh, after they ate it, they smelled, they sweated that smell for two days. It's awful. It's awful. It's one of those things that I don't want to taste. And as much as I don't want to taste that, I know that God does not want any of us to have to taste this death or taste this flavor, the taste of death. Why He proved that He didn't want us to taste this flavor when He went to the cross and He tasted it for us so that we wouldn't have to. And I'm telling you, that's the taste of grace. That's I'm not going to refer to that very off, very much through the Scripture. It's not mentioned, but the taste of grace is that Jesus died in our place. The next taste I want to point you towards it is one, and the, the second two that we're going to cover tonight are from the Psalms. In Psalms 119-103, you can probably guess what the next taste is? The taste of His Word. Psalms 119, verse 103 says this, How sweet are thy words unto my taste! Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth! This is a sweet taste. We've got a bad taste in the taste of death, but we have a sweet taste in God's word. The word, uh, the Lord's word to the psalmist, was a sweet taste. And why? We look to the New Testament to find out why these words were such a sweet taste. And in John, chapter six and verse sixty-three, says this. It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. The word of God is life. That's why it's a sweet taste, is because it is life. If you go over to Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, you'll see a verse that's probably very familiar to you. It says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. They are life, but they're not only life, they're the avenue in which faith comes. The Word of God. It's a sweet taste. They are truth. When all else in this world is telling us a lie, we can always go back to the Bible to say this is truth. They have An awesome promise that come with them. The words of God we've been promised in Matthew 24 and verse 35. It says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but the words shall not pass away. You get that? We have this, this sweet taste, the, the Word of God. It, it brings life. It's the avenue in which faith comes. And it's also promised that in a world that will pass away, everything will pass away. His words will always remain. It is our constant, it is our livelihood. It's His words. But I want to take you back to our text in Psalms 34. This is the third taste or flavor that's spoken of. Psalms 34 and verse 8. It says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. The third flavor, I want you to. To see is we've had a bad taste, we've had a sweet taste, but let me tell you about a good taste. The Lord. He is good. David urges us to taste and see, experience for ourselves that God is good. If you go back just a couple of verses here, in verse 4-7, through David gives a testimony to the Lord being good. It says, I sought the Lord and He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto Him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man crieth and the Lord heard him and saved him out of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear Him and delivered them. You know, why is the Lord good? He hears when we call. Why is the Lord good? Verse 5. He sees what we're going through. We can can look unto Him and not feel ashamed. The writers of Hebrews says we can approach the throne of grace boldly. Verse 6. The poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him from his troubles. David tells of of this man that that was poor, maybe oppressed is the better word there. And, And the Lord came and saved him from his troubles. So not only will he hear us when we cry, but he will take action for those who he loves. Verse 7, and the angel of the Lord encamped around about them that feared him and delivered them. God is a protector. Not only in our lives, but to all the saints and all the ones He loves. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalms 105 and verse 5. I just want to take you to some Scriptures here in the Psalms. Psalms 105 and verse 5. I'm sorry. Psalms 100 verse 5. It was all running together on me. For the Lord is good, His mercy is everlasting, and His truth is Endureth to all generations. We talked about His truth being the Word of God. It lasts forever. That's one reason the Lord is good, is He's giving us, He's given us His Word and promised to us that it'll never go away. Psalms 107, and verse one and two. It says, "Give thanks unto the Lord for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so." Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Then, if you go Psalms 136 and verse 1, it says, Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 145, just a couple of pages over, verse 9. It says, The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over all his works. Nahum one seven says, The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. you think the Lord's good the The whole Bible proclaims that he is good, and his his work is good, and the things that he does. Are good and the Lord is so good. I imagine to myself thinking if, if somebody brought a chocolate cake up here this evening and said, this cake is wonderful, Trey, you can bet I'm getting a piece of it. Right? But the, the Bible itself proclaims that the Lord is good and there's still people in this world who aren't willing to try. And that was the message that David was trying to tell the world in Psalms 34. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. If He is so good and He is so good, you need to try it. David said, I've got proof. Look at this. Look at what the Lord's done for me. And he said, I've got the proof here. Come and see that He is good. But I'm reminded of Psalms 107 as I think about all of this. Psalms 107 in verse 2, we just read, it says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We are falling short on our responsibility if we don't tell the world that He is good. We don't have to taste spiritual death because He is good. He's given us scripture and his word that will last from everlasting to uh, everlasting, and yet he is good. We need to let the world know so that all can taste and see that the Lord is good. I think about the events going on in our country. I shared this with uh, the youth earlier. We have. Loud voices telling us to hate, telling us to riot, telling us all these things. Where is the message from the saints that says, taste and see, the Lord is good? As we get ready for a hymn of invitation this evening, I want to ask you, have you tasted, have you seen that the Lord is good? There's a lot going on in our world today that I would tell you, don't try that, don't taste that. That is so far away from what this book says. But let me tell you, there is one thing this book says do, and it's taste and see that the Lord is good. As as I said this morning, run to Him. Try Him. Take Him. Let Him guide your life with His Word. But most of all, as Jesus simply said in Romans 10 he's not willing that any of us should taste death so find life in Christ tonight as we sing